0: Happy Tuesday. I'm happy you're here. And thank you for listening in today. This is the How to Life podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, and this is episode 37. Last week, we talked about hitting the reset button when things are kind of spiraling out of control. This week, I have a great guest and we're talking about how to bring the vibes to any situation or environment you enter. We're going to talk about making the realization that you can influence any situation you find yourself in by paying attention to your vibe and by controlling the only thing you can control, which is your reaction to whatever you encounter. I want to show you how to gain power and peace by being mindful of how you show up. My guest today is Cher Kretz a mindset coach, a school counselor, and a podcast host who helps kids and families with solution-focused coaching and teaching her Good Vibes platform to help everyone move toward positive change. I'm 100% on board with this philosophy. It's my hope that this information will open your mind to something you may not have been aware of. Hi, Cher. Welcome to the How to Life podcast. Thank you so much for being here.
1: I'm very happy to be here. I'm glad you asked. It's going to be fun.
0: All right. Before we begin, please tell everyone who you are and a little bit about yourself.
1: My name is Cher Kretz. And I've been in the field of education and counseling for over 20 years, but for the past 15 years, I've been a counselor. I've counseled for college age, high school, junior high, and elementary, believe it or not. And through that time, I really learned that I love working with the families in general. So recently, I started my own business, The Focused Mindset, focusing on how people can have just that, a focused mindset mindset, because we get so scattered. We are all over the place, and things distract us. Our world distracts us. And if we can learn how to have a powerful, focused mindset, then everything else falls in line. And I specifically work with families using the solution-focused approach to family life. And a lot of it comes from helping parents understand how kids think so everyone can kind of understand each other. So I work in that domain and have a podcast, Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset, and my website, thefocusedmindset.com, uh, all surrounded around supporting families.
0: When there's an issue in the family, it's never one person. It's it's a combination of everybody. Everybody brings a little something to the interaction, but if you can identify what's my role in this it helps the solution come much quicker
1: yeah definitely i mean it's interesting us as humans right we we always tend to first go to the blame game you know uh, on accident we don't even mean to but the moment something doesn't go right the go to is well if they wouldn't have done it this way then i wouldn't have reacted that way and, uh, and it's a it's a special skill and actually a sign of maturity When somebody can say, wait a minute, is there something that I need to adjust? Is there something that I can change? And when you walk over that bridge from being a person that's uh, blaming and looking at the circumstances around you to deciding to take a little more control of your own actions, that's where the real power is, actually. It really gives you a lot of power when you take control of what I call
0: your vibes, I love that you talked about the vibe. You have this wonderful acronym, Vibes, and you talk about good vibes only. Tell me about that.
1: I do. I I talk about it a lot. And it's funny, I have a 23-year-old daughter and she's like, oh, that's so cliche, you know. But I think that we need to take a little closer look at really what that means because it's not just that there's a vibe in the room. We actually carry A vibe inside of us that we are putting out into the environment wherever we go. When we walk into a room, we need to understand that the energy shifts. And however that energy shifts, that's on us how that energy shifts. There may be a room that's perfectly calm and nice, and then you walk in and it feels frantic. Or there could be a room that feels stress and you come in and automatically it feels calm. The difference is that you're the common denominator in that. So I think that taking ownership of your own vibes and then choosing what kind of vibes you're going to have is important. And I did come up with an acronym, and it was kind of—I have a little story about how that how that came about. If we have enough time for that,
0: let me let's hear it.
1: One day on Mother's Day, 2019, my mom was uh, sitting watching the sunset on the PCH. If anyone knows that area of California. And a car, a drunk driver going over 90 miles an hour slammed into the back of her before she even got a chance to put on her seatbelt. And her car flew over the embankment and her body went foiling. And we didn't even know about it until the next morning because she was a Jane Doe. No one knew who she was. Once they found her stuff and called us, we went to the hospital to find that she had a long road of recovery ahead of her. And all of my five brothers and sisters came to L.A. where she was and began to collaborate on how were we going to help my mother? How were we going to fix this? Now, you imagine with five grown kids, we all have our different lives and our different ways of looking at things. And uh, and me, being that I've been a counselor for a long time, I've learned a lot about observing situations. And I did a lot of observing through that time. And I noticed that each one, you know, a different sibling would enter the room and the vibe would shift. And one day on my way home from the hospital, something dawned on me that like, wow, the vibes really make a huge difference. And all of a sudden, it came to me, this acronym. The first one is V, and that's values. Living by our values. Sometimes we get so mixed up and we forget to stop and say, wait, what do I believe in? What Who do I really want to be? And the I is investigate. Be inquisitive and want to find out more. Don't be so much thinking, I know it all but find out from others what they know and live in that space. And B is being bold. Sometimes we need to just say what we need to say, do what we need to do and be bold. E is for enjoying the journey. So then S is always willing to start again if things don't go well. And it was just clear to me, I got home and I just started typing on my computer. And since that time, I've really began to live that way in my life even more thoughtfully, and I've taught it on so many occasions. It's made a difference in a lot of people's
0: life. Since you came up with this idea, how have you helped others incorporate this into their lives?
1: Well, one of the things is sharing like I am now. I mean, there's a lot of power in just communicating what you have in your heart And um, I remember one of the first times I sat down with my best friend and shared this with her, I thought, well, you know, I don't know if this is something that will stick with people. Two days later, she sends me a text. She said, today I'm working on being bold. And that's the type of feedback I get is as I do share it, whether it be with a client, whether it be with a teacher that I'm collaborating with about students or in a situation like this where I get to be on a podcast, I know it sticks because people remember it because they want to be the best version of themselves. They want to have a formula that they can remember. And that's the way I've shared just by being open in every arena that I work in. And eventually I I hope to publish a book on the same subject.
0: How is it received? Because sometimes again, we're going back to the personal responsibility, people don't think that they are part of whatever situation that they are encountering, they think it just happens to them. It's random. So this concept is kind of a mind shift for a lot of people. What do you come up against when you present this concept to others? Are they resistant? Are they inquisitive? Are they thoughtful? Well, I think that sensitivity
1: on these subjects are really important. I try and tread lightly with that, because people do have not only egos, but they just might not receive it the same way that you're trying to portray. So the way that I look at it is once we know that, then one point, we might be able to encourage somebody to be bold. You know, we're not just saying like, hey, I have this wonderful acronym. You should learn it, too. But maybe we see that someone could have some boldness and you can say, you know what? I really want to encourage you to be bold in this. You got this. Or if you see someone that's wondering what they're going to be in their life and they don't know about their career, maybe you help them along with being inquisitive and say, hey, have you thought of doing a Google search on that? You'd be amazing with that. So I think I've more encouraged people when the time arises that I can teach about it, I will. But I've also just allowed myself to be the caveat to help people open their eyes to these things, and I encourage people to do the same. You know, you you look internally, and then yeah, you want to give to other people. Um, it's not going to be received well if you just start preaching at them. <laughs> but when you just open your eyes and say, "Hey, maybe this is helpful," then that's a much better approach. Even with kids, if they have, if you have a child, it's a much better approach to tread lightly.
0: That was so well explained. Yeah, you're right. You can't just shove it down someone's throat. They're the ones that have to come to the aha moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and when they're ready to receive, then you'll have a very rich conversation.
0: I love this topic of personal responsibility. I love helping people understand that they do have more control than they think they do. Many people think, oh, stuff just happens to me. I'm a victim of fate. And sometimes you do bump into bad things. Sometimes you do, no matter how well you bring the vibes. But the only thing you can control is your reaction to it. And I really love this acronym, which can help you redirect and focus. I didn't like that. So what can I do to feel better? And sometimes just turning away from the situation and focusing on the the good things that are going right and let the negative peter out. I think this acronym helps in that aspect as well
1: you know what? You're so right. I mean, isn't it true that sometimes we tend to focus on the negative and then we find ourselves in this negative place. And then we'd like, wait a minute, what am I thinking about? Mm -hmm. What am I, what am I pondering here? And you also touched on another thing that I think is so important. And that is, our responsibility, we walk into a space and other people around us are doing things that we can't control. But guess what? And even in that moment, we have control of ourselves. We can choose to turn around and walk out of that situation completely. Or uh, if we feel like the energy is being sucked out of a room, rather than just kind of being like, oh man, this is the way this is, what can we do to adjust that to help us because sometimes our own mental energy is drained to the point of exhaustion and simply by us saying, you know what, how about I leave this situation? How about I go on a walk? How about I leave this room or leave this person with their negative energy, let them have their, their vibe and I'm out of here. You know, sometimes that's the step that we need to
0: take to be able to protect our own well-being. And that's okay. You you don't have to sit and try to change someone else or change their energy or fix them in any way. That is a huge relief to say, I don't have to solve this problem. I just have to just control me. Probably everyone listening has encountered somebody, some bright light who is just glowing with all this positive energy and they can turn the energy of the room just by themselves.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I love it when genuinely someone will just be like, wow, I'm so glad that you came. I'm so glad you're here. You know, I mean, listen to that feedback, because that's the way that you're basically getting validated that you're on the right track. Or maybe you can even decide that, you know, when I go into a place, I'm a little much. I talk a lot. I overwhelm conversations. Well, maybe you actually need to put on the vibe of, no, I'm going to be chill. Maybe that's something you need to practice. And it's not always, how am I going to be my best self? Sometimes it's saying, well, is there something that I need to work on that I could work on in this
0: space? In your experience, how do you feel kids, let's say, do they respond to this better? I think that kids are naturally a little
1: more open for change. They haven't really let things cement in quite so much. And a lot of times when you talk to teenagers and younger, they'll be like, yeah, let's give this a shot. And they'll be willing. And then and then, as we get a little bit older, then we get that thing where like, this is how I am. And that's all it can be is who I am. So I think all of us can learn a little bit from how kids are open to change. Not all kids. Some kids are very jaded because they've been told maybe negativity in their life. And then it's our job to jump in and tell them, you know what? Every day you can start again. Every day is a new day. Just because you uh, didn't do well, it does not mean that tomorrow is going to be the same. And so they can be adults that don't hold on to that. And they can be flexible, moldable, because
0: they learned that when they were kids. I mean, like like you said, it's a practice. You You practice and you practice. And you can do it. We are adaptable creatures, no matter how old we are. That's so true. And that's why it's neat to find something
1: like this or whatever works for you. If something like this doesn't work, there's lots of different things to investigate out there. When you're growing into adulthood, you are searching and saying, well, who am I going to be? Who do I want to be? As I move forward. And it's never too late to say, "Ah, I think I've picked up something that just really doesn't work for me. Let's change that. So, even though I had outlined vibes, V I B E S, it's pretty fluid. You know, sometimes you're noticing you need to be more inquisitive. Sometimes you need to realize you got to lighten it up and enjoy yourself. Sometimes you're in a space where you need to stop and say, I got to reboot. I got to start again. You know, it's just remembering those skills and remembering that you can, you're a changing, growing person and you can make a difference by changing the
0: things inside of you. You can always hit the reset button. And then people ask, well, how do you reset? You could take a nap to stop the momentum. You can... Meditate. You can maybe just tune out and maybe watch a funny movie or something light and fun that lifts your mood, just something to stop that momentum. And it's just awareness. This whole conversation leads towards something else that you say a lot, and that is live on purpose. What do you mean by that, Cher? I do believe that each and everything that we do, we
1: can either let it happen to us or we can live on purpose. And having a focused mindset, what that means is that we say, I'm going to approach this day on purpose with the values that I believe in. And I am going to be proud of myself as I walk through, not because I do everything perfect, but because I'm showing up, because I'm here and I'm willing to take a look at everything around me and then say, which way am I going to go? Which steps forward am I going to take? I'm not going to let life happen to me. I'm going to do these things on purpose. And that really is a turning point for a lot of people when they can know that uh, no longer am I going to crash like the waves of an ocean. I'm going to be walking forward in a momentum that matters, controlling the one thing that we can control. And that's us. That's the one, one thing that we can. And that's why I am so passionate about having a focused mindset and living life on purpose.
0: I would love to give this audience maybe a few tools. Sometimes it's not enough to just say, how am I going to show up today in your mind? You have to practice these things to set down new patterns. Mm -hmm. What do you recommend?
1: I'm a big believer in journaling. I think journaling helps your mind really be in the space that it needs to be each day. And uh, something that I actually will mention now is I do have a free download for your audience. It's uh, two pages of my Good Vibes workbook. One of them is a pinup that you could just put on your mirror. And you know, all of us spend time with ourselves every day, even if it's just while we're brushing our teeth and getting ready. It's a pinup that outlines each one of this acronym. I suggest that you make it a habit of reviewing this acronym of the things that help you be your best self. And that's how you can use that. And the second part of that is actually a road map It's kind of like a good vibes weekly check-in. It's a special paper just to keep you accountable where you say, you know, when I'm with my children, what were my vibes like? When I was at work, what was my vibe like? When I'm with my significant other, what was my vibe like? Because I don't know if you noticed, but sometimes you can be in your bedroom and be perfectly fine, walk in the very next room of your house and you bring in some kind of momzilla or something. I've done that, you know, and you're like, well, what happened between here and the other room? So it's really a way to help us really start to hone in on how are my vibes? What are they in the first place so I can change them? So I'm going to offer that to your listeners because my suggestion would be is that the first step is to get in tune with what your vibes are. And don't just assume they're the same. They're they're completely different depending on who you're around why you're there, you might have a super-duper energetic energy that you love when you are, I don't know, in a class that you're in. Well, why not adopt that more when you're in another situation that you seem to bring a very low vibe to? So this is the first step of being able to really get a full picture of who you are so you know the vibes that you want to keep. So it's um, the Good Vibes checklist and then the Good Vibes pinup. Absolutely free. You guys can use it however you want, and then bring that practice into your journaling so you can begin to know yourself and choose how you're going to be that each and every day. Go to the
0: slash vibes. First of all, I love that what you're offering here allows people a chance to become aware. A lot of us aren't aware when we don't know why we feel bad. Break it down and identify what triggered you when you went into the other room and you just sort of disintegrated? What happened there? So to become aware and identify it is the first step. You are so absolutely right. Sometimes we need to
1: do that with uh, also do our journaling with purpose. We need to say, well, I'm going to focus on in this case, your vibe, you know, you'd, you'd focus on that. So that's what the rate your vibe sheet will really do for you guys. And then I have two questions at the bottom of that that you guys will notice. It's a rating scale. So you rate yourself 1 to 10 on each room you walk into, the people you hang with. And then you ask yourself, why did I rate myself where I did? And what do I need to do to bring up the rating? Because then you're doing a personal evaluation on yourself. And it's a lot easier to work with that and give yourself grace and say, what can I do differently next time? Hmm, I wonder. Okay, let's try that.
0: Now, you also have a branch of your website that is geared towards kids. How do you help with kids? I've
1: worked with kids a majority of my career. And what happens is you really start to get to know how kids think. And many times I'd find that I'd meet with parents and they would be assuming their kids were feeling a certain type of way that they just weren't feeling. Uh, And so when I decided to start coaching I wanted to develop kids' coaching. Kids have uh, so much inside of them, so many dreams and goals. And like we talked about, they're so pliable and able to make shifts much quicker than adults. So through kids' coaching, I'll sit down and be able to focus on the person they are and what are some of their dreams and goals and how might they get there. Coaching allows for a child to look at it and say, wait a minute, I can change that. So that's why I do believe that if you're a parent and you have kids, uh, don't shy away from getting your child help. You know, sometimes that's that's an old stigma. We just need to throw away. You would send them to get help if they were low on their math skills. You would get them a math tutor. So if they're low on some other skills that they need to be their best self, whether it be their level of anxiety, their anger, their ability to thrive, then getting them help is something that you have the privilege to be able to do. So it's one thing that I provide on my website. Share, please tell us how we can find you. Okay. Share the Focused Mindset is the Instagram. The Focused Mindset Parenting 2.0 is my Facebook. And I have a Facebook group called Solution Focused Families, and I'd love to have you join me there. If it, you don't have to have kids to be a part of solution-focused families, anybody who's interested in focusing on solutions more than problems can head over. But really my podcast, I love it. Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. We have amazing guests. We also have amazing talks and then encouraging each other to get to work and get to get to moving. And then there's my website, thefocusedmindset.com. There's resources there. there's help there. If you're interested in coaching, I'd love to work with you. But please make sure you take advantage of that download slash vibes. You'll see
0: right there that I'll I'll have a tailor-made message just for you guys as listeners. This was such a good vibes podcast. It was fun. It was inspiring. I feel excited and and you were just delightful to speak with. Cher, thank you very much for being on my show. Well, thank you. It's been
1: great.
0: Guys, now is a great time to start. Change happens by changing yourself first. I really encourage you to head over to Share's site and get the free download. You can find the link, her website and contact info, and social media handles in my show notes at howtolife.com slash 037. It is my great pleasure to share information and knowledge to help you in life. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. If you want to see what else I offer, head to my website, howtolife.com. There you can find all the podcast episodes and all the mominars I've done. A mominar is a seminar given by a mom, but they're only five-minute seminars on a specific basic life skill. It's like asking your own mom how to do something, but not getting yelled at. Thank you for supporting me and listening to this show. Please hit the five-star rating button before you sign off. I would appreciate that, and I appreciate you. The fun will continue next time. Until then, start putting what you learned today to work. Start noticing your vibe. Be mindful of it and see how it makes a difference in your daily interactions. Keep practicing, and you'll be amazed at what you can do. Be well, everybody. Have a great week, and remember, good vibes only. You got this.